Yeah, hey everyone, Kelvin here. Welcome to episode 28 of Res Metal Podcasts. On this episode, I talk with Condemn the World members Skylet on vocals, Bones on drums, and Chad on bass. And Condemn the World are a metalcore band from the Navajo Nation at uh, Red Valley, Arizona. Uh, Condemn the World are a metalcore band influenced by bands like Avenged Sevenfold, uh, Bullet for My Valentine, Lamb of God, Trivium, and uh, Axe King Alexandria. Um, the band are comprised of siblings Skylet and Bones, along with their cousin Chad. Uh, what I really like about Condemn the World is that they're a band that uses their music to spread awareness and positivity to the fans and listeners. Uh, we talk about the band's history, uh, growing up on the Navajo Reservation at Red Valley, um, you know, the process of recording their first EP and also their first album. Um, also, you know, just some highlights of playing live shows. And I also uh, ask some listener questions. So, um, hope you enjoy this interview. I'm going to play a clip from their song, Breaking Free. And after that, check out the interview. How you guys doing? We're doing good. Okay. All right. I'm Kelvin. I, you know, do the podcasts here. Can you guys uh, like introduce all yourselves? Well, I'm Aaron. Uh, they call me. My stage name is Bones, and I play the drums. I'm Aaron. And I play uh, a bass and guitar. And I'm Skylet. I play both vocals and other guitar. <laughs> okay, cool. And uh, yeah, you guys are condemned the world, and I understand you guys are from Red Valley. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Is that is that where you're at now? Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, uh, I don't know if you've heard any of these, uh, podcasts I do, but I tend to follow the same format where I, you know, kind of start with the band's introduction and kind of how the band started and then kind of like a, like a short history. And then kind of in the end, I kind of just go out, go ask questions. I have a couple questions people submitted, so we can save that for the end. Um, so, uh, anyway, thanks again for, uh, letting me talk with you guys about when did, uh, condemn the world start and, uh, whose, uh, idea was it to start the band? Well, <laughs> uh, before we were condemned the world, uh, we were actually, uh, a band called side effects and Aaron actually started that. And one day he came over and uh, we were playing video games and he was like, you want to join the band? me and i was like yeah so that started like in what late 2014 like yeah like 2013 oh late 2013 and then uh from there uh, we just jam out here and there and then uh, we went on a little uh, hiatus because we had um we were still like figuring our lineup and we're still figuring out our sound and um after that we revamped ourselves and uh, started condemn the world officially in 2015. How did the how did the members kind of come about, or you know, how did you guys all link up at first? <laughs> uh, we're actually family, so um, this is my little sister right here, Skyler. Yeah, and uh, Aaron over here is uh, our cousin. Yeah, <laughs> so we all grew up with each other. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. um, it's in the blood. Nice. So you guys really familiar with each other? Does that help with like playing together and coming with ideas like for music? Yeah. Yeah. Completely. So, so you guys like pretty much grew up around each other. Yeah. yeah. Our music taste is the same as well, so which makes it pretty easy. Yeah. Um going back to like when you guys I guess before you started, like what was like the music scene in, in Red Valley, like as far as metal, since you guys play uh, metal? It's mostly a uh, country and like church music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's I'm pretty sure there was a lot of fans out there, but it sounded like maybe not a lot of bands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, there was not really much bands um there was one band i know uh he was a part of a band i believe he was um was band called? miles oh yeah he was in a country band rock. lightning rock yeah, yeah. uh there's they're from uh here from red valley so that was like the only other band that was like from here mm -hmm. initially when you guys first started what what inspired you was there like what certain bands that you saw locally or was it just like music you were listening to at the time that really influenced you? It was music. Yeah. It was really just the music that we were listening to. And uh, me and Aaron both played drums in elementary school uh, since he's only a year older, uh, a grade older than me. So um, that's kind of like where we were meeting up in the middle and we thought about it because I had picked up guitar and that was my initial first start. So that, it was just kind of based off of like playing around, see what we can do, like just small covers. And then gradually 
we started like learning to make our own songs okay yeah i um i found a found an interview with the condemn the world and understand like some of the early influences were like um uh bands like trivium and lamb of god avenge sevenfold <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That's cool. cool yeah i can definitely hear that when i listen to the the music uh brings me back to like early like trivium like mid 2000s lamb of god so it's pretty cool totally but uh, i guess individually like what what was there any like specific uh like inspirations that you guys had individually i guess we can you know start with um uh skylight on vocals was there any any vocalists that really inspired you what really inspired me mostly to become um a metal singer mostly was because of how you know amy lee from evanescence was you know i just really loved her vocal tones i really loved everything about her even her fashion style uh the singer for icon for hire too we have seen them before she was a really great inspiration on me too and um just about the second person i would assume would would have been at the time um <laughs> it would have been asking alexandria at the time <laughs> of danny the yeah he would have been my he was the first he was the first person that uh, actually inspired me to become um, a, a heavy metal vocalist singer because of how his screaming was too it kind of got me in that sense and also like um the games call of duty like you know how they have those scored soundtracks from the games and they had that one song one famous song that everyone knows i'm pretty sure the 115 song of that girl singing she really inspired me mostly uh that's where it all came to me and out of nowhere we would just me and my brother over here we would just start jamming out to her song and listening to more by her and it would just really get me going about it nice how about uh aaron on drums how did you uh get inspired was it like a certain musician or someone locally that you guys uh grew up with uh for me uh as far as i can remember my dad always was playing guitar in the house and he used to play like kiss and van halen and motley crew on the radio taking me to school and that's all i would listen to growing up and one day I, I believe i asked him for uh, my first set of drums when i was six and from there i, I kept kept up with the drums throughout um, the years and i even played in high school uh, in jazz band and stuff and i progressed my music through there like my my metal taste kind of grew and i was like listening to the bands at the time asking alexandria and some food um a lot of uh, i still listen to motley crew a lot <laughs> tommy lee is one of my favorite uh, drummers and uh slipknot as well uh rest in peace to joey jordison for that he was one of my um inspiration along with the rev from Avenged Sevenfold. and it's mainly been those three that were inspiring me to drum because i like the techniques of uh, joey jordison that he had along with the rev yeah rest in peace the rev too 
Um, how about on uh, bass guitar, uh, Aaron? What, was there anyone that got you inspired, or was there just like someone around locally that? It's probably mostly my uncle. I want to hear him play on Megadeths mostly every day <laughs> on his guitar. So, like, uh, come back from school, he's be jamming out. Oh yeah, then somehow later on, just got get yeah, the middle scene got up to me. And uh, so from there on, I was just a kid, probably six or eight. So I just picked it up from there and started playing drums. More aggressive with drums during church because I'd be playing <laughs> for church. And uh, I guess they liked it. So, so I began to go into more the middle. And later on, <clears throat> I started chilling out with my other cousins. And they got me into more of the Hate Breed, uh, Panthera, and some not some of the harsher bands, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I picked up from there. Then from there, the music kept on growing, kept on growing. So I was like, oh, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> All right. And then, so it sounds like once you guys all got together and started writing music, um, um, how did you guys come up with your, with your band name, Condemn the World? Well, I came up with the band name. Uh, I, I'm still a huge fan of Avengers of the Fold, so I've watched all of their documentaries and stuff. And uh, M. Shadows was talking about, he had like this whole list of names that he got from the bible and i thought about it because we come from a christian family so they had a bible and i looked through it and i was looking for one that would make a statement and i came across uh, condemn the world in one verse and it's uh, probably two verses after the main uh verse that everyone knows the john three sixteen, and i i didn't even think about what it meant until like people kept asking us like what's the meaning of your name and come to find out i like found the meaning of it later and condemned the world we're just like we grew up with people who didn't like what we did or the music that we listened to and you know the world doesn't deserve to be full of hate so it's kind of like saying condemn the hate from the world and you know be more positive and look have a better positive outlook on life than looking on that hate and all that negativity, like get rid of the negativity of the world. Oh yeah. I like that. That's really cool. Yeah. You can like apply that to even now a lot of, a lot of weird stuff going on, uh, you know, with like the pandemic and people, you know, who are, you know, against, you know, vaccines, people who are again, I don't know. It's just, it seems like there's a lot of, ignorance that yeah you can definitely apply that to now yeah um when you guys started playing locally in red valley did you guys like start playing shows in red valley or did you guys have to like travel out and venture out to to play some metal shows uh actually uh we didn't really play here we only played here like what two times two times, times. About two times, but mainly we played like uh, out of like Farmington and uh, Gallup, 
Bloomfield. Bloomfield. Uh, that's the main places that we played and got ourselves out there. And pretty soon we progressed to Albuquerque and then Dual C. Dual C. From there. And Zuni. Yeah. (laughs) There's just a lot of places that we haven't played yet, but that's the main places that we have played Mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Studio 18 and Juggernaut. Were there any uh, bands that mentored you, or not really mentor, but like, or at least, you know, really went out of their way to help you guys in the beginning? Yeah, um, my mom and dad were actually friends with uh, Edmund Yazi of Testify. And I remember like way before in, in high school, my mom used to tell me that um, her friend Edmund was in a band, Testify with his son. And I remember thinking, that's cool. <laughs> and we checked it out a couple of times. And like from there, um, Edmund had kept in touch with us and uh, he helped us get onto a reservation slaughter. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, that's when we kind of like went to a uh, smaller town and reservation tour, which is pretty cool. And he's the one uh, that like really told us how to get ourselves out there. It was pretty cool. It's kind of like mm-hmm. an uncle. <laughs> yeah. Darius uh, Yazi is the one that kind of recommended I talk with you guys. So yeah, they definitely, it sounds like they would definitely look out for, look out for you guys. So uh, that's nice that they're, you know, really helping you guys out. Yeah. They're like family. And then, uh, so it sounds like you guys started expanding around the, uh, not specifically in Red Valley, but around Red Valley. And um, when did you guys first record your, like, I guess, recorded music? I know that, I, I believe it's on YouTube, right? The, like, your, was it an album or an EP or? Um. An EP. Okay. When did that come out? That came out, I think, 2015, <laughs> I believe it was. 2015? 2015. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe it was like probably late 2015. And we didn't really have much recording stuff to do. So, hence why it probably didn't, <laughs> can't really hear much. But, you know, you got to work with what you got. And mm-hmm. uh, that was our first experience with recording. It's cool. I, I like it. It's raw. It's like a. It's like, I don't know. It just. I like. I like a lo-fi like demo sounds for some reason. Like I have a lot of like cassette tapes of like you know black metal bands. It sounds like they recorded through a walkie-talkie, and it's just. I don't know for some reason it just sounds sick. Like, but yeah, I, I dig it. Um, looking back on it, are you guys like? Uh, is there anything you would have changed, or is there anything you would have? Um, or would you have like done something else with that first EP? Actually, no. I I I enjoyed making that EP, and I don't look back on anything on it. And there's like a lot of memories that's tied to it the, when we made it, and it's it's kind of like our precious baby. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys write music, do you guys like? draw get ideas from like personal experience or you know just fantasy wise or like using history or how do you guys go about like i guess that's more of like a lyrical question but like um i guess how do you draw inspiration for writing a a song well for since it's mostly all of us that combined our history together since we've grown up together we know how We've lived for the past 
few times. And so how we get our inspiration is through that, through what we've gone through and for, you know, what fantasies could rely within our minds. And so, you know, it, it, it's just really based on creativity and history for us, for all of us. Okay. And then, um, you guys put out a, your first full length album, right? And that's the one I heard on Spotify, Sweet yeah. Lies, Honest Hate. Um, yeah. how did you guys go about recording that? Like, uh, I couldn't find credits, you know, like where it was recorded or who was the, who uh, produced it or mixed and mastered it. But like, um, how did you guys go about recording that first album? Uh, that album that we recorded, we recorded here at home as well. Kind of like our first EP. Uh, we just had uh, a little more help with uh, learning how to, you know, like soundproof a room and um, mic positions and stuff. Uh, one person uh, we do have to thank, uh, actually two people we have to thank was our guitarist at the time, uh, Trent. Uh, he recommended uh, his teacher, uh, who also mixed the album, Michael Bouillet. Um, so he was, he was the one that mastered and mixed our uh, album and made it sound really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's. I don't know if you've heard of a band called uh, Light the City. Um, I think they were like around in like the early two thousands, early to mid two thousands. But yeah, really, uh, it reminds me of that band Light the City. Um, mostly because it's like thrash, like metalcore, and then I mean, I guess the most obvious resemblance is that the singer is also um, um, a female singer. So maybe that's probably why, but. Yeah, definitely. If you haven't heard them, check out uh, Like the City. Um, yeah. And then um, around that time, it sounded like you guys are, well, for me, when I do these interviews, I look at every single post on their, on a band's Facebook and Instagram. But around that time, it looks like you guys had a lot of like shows, even shows as far as like LA, like, um, uh were there any like shows that you like, that really stood out during that time for you guys during that year uh the biggest show we were looking forward to was uh the one in la that you had mentioned uh that was playing the whiskey a go-go and uh, we we didn't really get uh, much time uh to promote that show it was kind of like a, a little last minute show when we were uh, booked on there with a decapitation of a new day. And um, that, sh that show was a highlight of that year because like the previous year before that, um, we as a family went there to California and we were like, yeah, one day we'll play there. And like almost exactly a year later, we actually played there at the venue. And it was kind of like, whoa, this actually happened. Yeah, that's a pretty historical venue, right? That's yep. that's like the LA. It seems like it was more uh, associated to the LA hair metal scene, but it's still it's a pretty pretty uh, historical venue on this part of the country. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, um, I guess uh, after that, I mean, we kind of get closer to like you know closer to now and closer towards the the you know i guess the pandemic but um uh what have you guys been uh doing since then uh i guess since like 99 2000 i mean before the pandemic 
Uh, we've been mainly like focusing on trying to write our next album and stuff. Uh, we've gone pretty much through some lyrics, and we're still working and we're still working on it and uh, trying to find our our new sound for this album, yeah, especially with uh, Skylit and uh, Chad over here uh, going back and forth on some songs. Like they switch uh, guitar and bass, and so we're just. At this point, we're just uh, experimenting. So we're just um, trying to find our feet again for this album and see where we start standing up with it. Yeah, I saw you guys posted your auditioning for guitar player. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, anyone who wants to play guitar or wants to audition, definitely hit up Condemn the World. Um, the new material you guys are experimenting with is it building on your previous material or are you guys trying other uh other ideas other experimental ideas mm, we're, we're trying we're trying to we're trying different angles yeah we're trying something new adding in new instruments new sounds yeah, just trying to make this next album to be more deeper into what what really could be a problem for the whole world and what we could probably do to resolve the issues going on. Awesome. Sounds, uh, I can't wait. Um, and then I think, um, have you guys been able to play any shows within the past year or year and a half? We have not. <laughs> uh, with uh, everything going on, and uh, we're trying to keep everyone safe from the pandemic, and making sure everyone you know stays healthy and stuff. Because, and we know like they probably have elders to go back to, or someone who has uh, health problems, and we don't want them you know to catch anything or be harmed by anything. So we're we're doing our best to to keep the pandemic down. Was the um, pandemic, uh, or I guess, was your community, Red Valley, was that affected uh, uh, significantly, or, or like, what was that, what was that like the past year and a half? Um, it wasn't really exactly that bad. I mean, we're in we're we're from a small town, so practically everyone is already within thirty feet from each other, <laughs> so it's, it's practically. <laughs> like no numbers went up or went down it just was like nothing here but even though we we still do keep cautious within each other it's like everyone keeps to themselves here yeah and they stay inside <laughs> we're like all in our own little bubbles yeah not too much happens here oh yeah yeah no i i grew up in a small town everyone kind of everyone knows what they're everyone's up to. And this was even before social media, everyone just <laughs> knows what yeah. everybody's doing. Like, like something happens. And then like an hour later, everyone knows about it. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing that did uh, kind of mess up everything was there's only one trading post here. So everyone comes here for like gas and snacks and stuff. So that, that kind of got hit a little hard with the lockdowns and everything, especially for the people who, worked on the weekends and there was that uh, nav pollution lockdown during the weekend. So it, it kind of hurt a little, uh, some of us that worked on the weekends, 
because uh, they they you can't pay at the pump. You have to actually go inside the trading post because they were older gas gas pumps. So that was one thing that <laughs> kind of threw everything off here. Yeah. Yeah, hope, hopefully we're not, we're not headed in that direction again where we have a weekend lockdown or, you know, curfews and strict uh, business hours. I don't know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it, you know, just doesn't get to that point again. <laughs> yep. We pray that it does. <laughs> Done? It <You> don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. I'm going to pull up some of those questions. Right. Okay, so I got a couple. All right. Uh, one, the first question uh, from uh, I guess I can see who uh, say who shared it. Um, Apache's in a band, so Alliance wanted to ask. Uh, How's the writing process when writing a condemn the world song? I think we work, uh, we were at first. Some, uh, sometimes mm -hmm. the song works lyric first or, uh, if Scarlett's messing around on the guitar or Aaron's messing around on the guitar, yeah. uh, it just basically goes either way, whichever comes first. Like how I said before it, um, the songs that we're trying to work now, they're, they're leading to more deeper messages. And this coming EP, I guess, this first um, single that we're going to be releasing first that we are actually recording now, it's, it's more of a deeper problem for everywhere, on every reservation in the whole country, anywhere, practically, but mostly for Native American women. Um, this next song that we are recording now it's about the missing indigenous women and instead of the point of view from you know when a woman is taken it's not from that view it's from the family's view for how they feel when a relative when their daughter or sister or they go missing it's just like you see from that person's point of view of how it affects them inside not only to the lady, but also how it affects everyone around her. Wow. That's really deep. Yeah. Going off of that, Skylet, um, you know, Condemn the World is probably one of the, one of the fewer bands with a female uh, front, uh, you know, vocalist. Um, like, uh, how has the, I guess, the, the scene in general been for you? Like, has, any, has everyone been pretty... Uh, helpful to you or was there any like issues where you know you felt like there was some gender stereotypes or or anything like that um you know i wouldn't i wouldn't really call it like a a gender stereotype feeling where it's like you know okay only girls or only boys you know just just you know you stay over there in your little girl bubble whatever you know it's not like that for me like you know, whenever we play shows with people and I'm apparently seem to be only the only woman, <laughs> the only woman there at the shows that are playing with these all male bands. And 
you know, they treat me just like how any family member would. They treat me like family. They treat me like their little sister. You know, they tease around with me. It's really funny. You know, like, I don't feel like, <laughs> I wouldn't really know how to describe it, but, you know, I just feel, you know, accepted. Because, you know, I'm used to it. I, I used to grew up with a lot of boys in the family. <laughs> so, you know, I got used to that feeling of being welcome no matter what gender was around me. Okay, cool. All right, I'm going to ask another question. Another person asked, uh, what's the craziest thing you've seen in a band or as a band? <laughs> That's kind of a tough one. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, what about that one time that I did it? I kind of tried to. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, it's not. Uh, there's a one weird one. Uh, we were playing uh, in Farmington, and there was this uh, this one uh, place called Identity, mm-hmm. and we did our first show there. And <laughs> uh, after the show, uh, we were giving out some merch at the time and there's this uh, homeless guy that came up and he was trying to trade uh, a sticker for what was it? a rare thick pickle lighter <laughs> a, a rare thick lighter <laughs> and uh, he was like come on take my lighter I'll, I'll trade you for the sticker and uh, he just kept like coming up to us because I guess he was drunk at the time and yeah it, he reeked <laughs> yeah he yeah he you can tell he had quite a few to drink and he was just like coming on to everyone saying i'll trade you this i'll trade you this for the lighter like i'll trade you this like, rare pickle lighter for a sticker or a free merch <laughs> yeah he was walking up to everyone saying that and it was kind of kind of funny and kind of weird at the same time but it was a good laugh yeah that's that's kind of that's kind of funny um definitely uh i mean definitely nowadays that would probably be a little sketchy with the with the with the pandemic going on but that's that's kind of funny though uh next question this is kind of a weird question i don't even know if i should even say it it says does chad have kids what (laughs) (laughs) no i have no kids (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't know i was just reading that um okay next question um what are your clans oh that's a that's a tough one uh i i, I don't know my clans <laughs> uh i forgot how to introduce myself <laughs> um well i'm hoas yeah, yeah. In, we're siblings, so yeah, we're, our clans we're, are the same. We're both <laughs> uh, We come from the same. What was that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah we, we just only know our moms that we, we come from from our moms. <laughs> I don't know about him. <laughs> Mine is Toto Chidney, Kilda Chidney, Spopaha, and Nakai Dene. Okay. Um, 
and then I guess we can do mine. I'm Tor Hane, Hashkanazo, Lizahana, and Tori Koja. But yeah, that's that's kind of a cool question. Well, that one thing um, that kind of reminded me, I, I talked to this, um, I talked to Co uh, Corey Ashley of uh, MIS, uh, Merciless Indian Savages. I think uh, he was probably the only person that I had on who, like, you know, introduced his himself with his clan so i always thought that was cool so yeah shout out to him and um yeah no it's it's all good i mean definitely uh it's definitely a learning opportunity to you know get to know um get to know our clans i i mean i always forget to you know ask people like in just like in a general conversation but i guess um no it's it's good that like you know we we still have that yeah and then uh, last question, what's the story with your name? Oh, we're, I guess we already went over that one, so we can skip that one. But those are some uh, questions that were submitted. So thanks, everyone, who sent that. Um, yeah, I've just been doing this for fun. I mean, I basically just ever since the – it's because I moved to Fort Defiance, and then last year, then – I never lived in an area where it was so like isolated and locked down. And so I kind of just started doing this more and more and it's pretty fun. I mean, kind of, I, I look forward to it actually every, every week. I'm like, Oh, who can I try to, who can I try to talk to next? But, um, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. I, I never yeah. knew there was anyone that did podcasts like this. Yeah. So, cool thank you for doing this <laughs> yeah no it's it's oh thank you guys for talking to me it's 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 fun i just uh definitely a break from my regular routine and um i'm definitely you know i just want to you know talk with whoever i can um trying to reach out more to like national bands to see if they're interested um well, a couple times you know they'll respond to me a lot of times i just don't get a response which is fine i'm pretty sure they're they're busy and or maybe they have like a booking agent or a promoter i have to go through i don't know but probably it's, yeah it's it's pretty fun anyway i mean sometimes it's cool even for them to just respond is cool um <laughs> yeah yeah um but anyway yeah thanks again for doing this um is there any like announcements you guys wanted to make that uh, we didn't talk about already or any, any person you want to thank out there? Uh, most importantly, thank to thank Darius for, you know, having us, having him have, have having us, uh, <laughs> I can't talk, having him, uh, having both of us, all of us be meet together and, you know, do this podcast together getting to know more about Kingdom of the World of how we were originated and where we came from, you know? I'd really like to thank Darius for that part. Awesome. How about you other, you other guys? Yeah, I, I give a lot of love to Darius Edmund and David. All and of Testify. And all of the friends that we made in the music scene with Decapitation of a New Day, mm -hmm. Rob and Brent. Mm -hmm. We made a lot of friends these this since 2015, and um, every time we have a show with uh, one of them, and it's like coming home to family that you haven't seen in a long time. And well, from the the old album, since that one was our baby, uh, I believe S SOS was my favorite one to play. Carry Me On was my favorite one. 
I wrote a list right here. <laughs> oh, yes, it was uh, SOS and Power. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can definitely play uh, SOS, Power. Um, I can play stuff from the full length, too. Um, and then uh, any any specific like backstories behind those songs would you say like for example power um <laughs> um power i kind of forgot the deeper meaning behind that one um yeah. that was written so long ago um <laughs> yeah how about on the full length like us against the world is there any Anything um, behind that one? For um, for us against the world, um, I hardly had any partake in the lyrics for that. Um, it was mostly our ex-guitarist, Trent, who had written most of the songs. So I believe the whole point of us against the world would have meant like... Um, us as a band, how we take on our own challenges in the world and for what the whole meaning of condemn the world meant, you know, to condemn any evil thing that tries to lurk on this earth is what I would say. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely play those songs. So That was my interview with Condemn the World members, Skylet, Bones, and Chad. Thanks again to the band for letting me talk with them and share their music. I also received uh, another listener question um, after I finished the interview. The question, most favorite memory from the Reservation Slaughter Tour. And uh, I sent the question to Condemn the World, and they answered. Their response was, uh, favorite memory of Reservation Slaughter was when they played Zuni, and there was a thunderstorm that happened, and still, you know, the show went on. Um... You know, the crowd was uh, crazy and um, pretty memorable. Um, anyway, uh, be sure to follow Condemn the World on their social media uh, accounts and also check out their album on all the streaming services. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play their songs uh, from their EP and album. Uh, the songs SOS, Power, then Us Against the World, and Into the Storm. Uh, yeah, thank you again and uh, be safe. Oh, 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 oh,